Welcome back, everybody, to the Color of Skin podcast. If you are new to this station, the Color of Skin podcast is a place that recognizes and expresses what it truly means to be a person of color. That is because skin color is something that should be embraced. Today's topic is very interesting, and it is something I've never talked about on this station before. Today, I have with me six books, Their Eyes Were Watching God by Zora Neale Hurstein, The Bluest Eye by Toni Morrison, The Help by Catherine Stockett, I Know Why the Cage Bird Sings by Maya Angelou, Mom and Me and Mom also by Maya Angelou, and lastly, The Hate You Give by Angie Thomas, all of which I have personally read, annotated, analyzed, and wrote an essay over. The reason these books are being shared with my audience today is simply because of the purpose of this podcast. Each book represents what it means to be African American, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Although the time periods of these books range from the 1920s to present day, they all share a common purpose, and that is to share the African-American women's perspective. So, let's dive right in. First, I'd like to talk about the diction, the thematic purpose, and the intended audience of all six of these books. The first book I'm going to be talking about is Their Eyes Were Watching God. This book was set in the early 1900s in the South, and the diction reflects that. The characters spoke very bluntly and in a shortened manner. The characters would say things like taint and duh instead of the. The author's word choice and dialogue between the character fully allows the reader to understand the time period and purpose of this book. Throughout the entire book, the main character, Janie, was on a quest to self-accusation. Although there is no overall thematic purpose, the book is full of smaller lessons. These lessons are about love. Janie had three different relationships throughout the novel. Each relationship helped to find her true self, and in the end, when her eyes were watching God, she realized the purpose of her journey in each relationship. She learned that love is like the sea. Janie states at the very end of the book, Love is like the sea. It's a moving thing, but still in all. It takes shapes from the shores it meets, and it's different with every shore. Due to the overall lesson Janie learned on her quest for self-accusation, the intended audience of this book is young females, white or black. The book is very relatable and eye-opening for young females of any color. The next book I have on my list is The Bluest Eye. The Bluest Eye is set in the 1940s, which allows the author to incorporate historical events that took place in this time. In the first few pages, it talked about the Civilian Conservation Corps that took place from 1932 to 1942. The main character is a nine-year-old girl named Pecola, and the diction of this book reflects that. This gives the book a very youthful tone. Although the main character is a child, Toni Morrison incorporated larger words like trifling, timbre, bestiality, and sodomy. The title of the book, The Bluest Eye, centers around the purpose of this book. Bacoli's wish is to have blue eyes. She feels that it will make her beautiful and accepted. The book states, long hours she sat in the mirror, trying to discover the secret of the ugliness. The ugliness that made her ignored or despised at school by teachers and classmates alike. This was a constant struggle Bacola had with herself. She spent many hours questioning why she was so ugly and born with this dark, complected skin and dark brown eyes. This ugliness never gave her a fair chance, and this was a major conflict of the story. The book follows Pecola on her journey for blue eyes. The book also speaks on the topic of women oppression. Pecola was black and faced many racist comments and actions throughout the novel. This was not uncommon based on the time period. 
Piccolo was raped by her own father. She became pregnant, and this incident led to many events in her life, but ultimately, at the end of the novel, it states that Piccolo did receive her blue eyes. Toni Morrison made a statement about the vulnerability and issues young black girls faced in the 1940s like rape. This statement is intended for future generations to encourage change. And sadly, young girls still experience horrific incidences. Like the 11-year-old girl in Maslin, Ohio, who was raped by a 45-year-old man and is forced to carry the baby. The third book on my list is The Help. Set in the early 1960s, The Help follows women on their journey to exploit the truth of what it truly means to be an African-American maid for upper white-class women. The famous book of the quote, You is kind, you is smart, you is important, shows how the characters spoke in the book. The word choice and dialogue between the characters was very comprehensive and at no point confusing. All of the help, aka the maids, were very polite using miss or missus when referring to the ladies they kept house for. The purpose of the help and the book that was created within the book is to expose the prejudice and racial discrimination that the African-American women received and put up with. Skeeter and Abilene, two of the main characters, took a risk that changed lives for African-American maids. This book allowed the audience to step into the shoes of a woman of color and truly understand the African-American perspective. The important thing about this book is that the help enabled outsiders to look in and see the truth. The intended audience of this book is older people, especially women, but also anyone who wants to learn more about the life of the maze in the 1960s or who are just looking for a good read in general. I definitely recommend. The fourth book on my list is I Know Why the Caged Bird Sings. The two books I read by Maya Angelou is about her life personally. This book in particular is based in the 1930s and 40s, while in the midst of the Great Depression and World War II. The word choice and tone of the book stays true to the time period, as well as who the main characters are. The book follows a young girl named Marguerite and her coming-of-age story. The story goes into detail about her issues with her mother and father, living with her grandparents, and experiencing one of the worst things in the world. There are many underlying themes throughout the entire autobiography, but the most important theme is that perseverance and strength can help overcome trauma and racism. This speaks to Marguerite's ability to overcome rape and prejudice people. The intended audience of this particular book is the African-American community. Her words express a powerful and uplifting message that people of this community and other communities around the world need to hear. The fifth book on my list is Mom and Me and Mom. This book begins by wrapping up what happened in I Know Why the Caged Bird Sings. So if you were to read these two books, I would read I Know Why the Caged Bird Sings first and then read Mom and Me and Mom. This book follows Maya into her adulthood and focuses on her relationship with her mother. The most important part of this book is the dialogue between Maya and her mother. The serious yet sweet conversations allows the reader to relate to the characters as well as understand what it's like to be an African-American woman. The purpose of this book is to share the personal relationship between Maya and her mother, Vivian Baxter. It shows the good, the bad, and the ugly of a mother-daughter relationship. This book is also very inspiring for women of color because it shows how to turn nothing into something. Maya had multiple jobs, careers, and opportunities and turned her life around for her and her son. And through the countless jobs, opportunities, and romantic relationships, her mother stood by her side through it all. And this is what is most important in life. The prologue ends with this quote. 
This book has been written to examine some of the way love heals and helps a person to climb impossible heights and rise from immeasurable depths. This quote, again, reiterates the purpose of the book. This book is very relatable for teenagers of any color. Every girl has a mother, and every girl has some type of relationship with their mother. This book shows that it is never too late to have a relationship with your mom, even if they were not a part of your childhood. Last but not least is my favorite book of all six that I have read. The Hate You Give is based in the 21st century. This can be seen in the diction of the text. The characters do a good amount of cussing and using language like you, I, and calling people baby and girly. It even has text messages between the character included in the text. Police brutality has become a very prevalent issue, and the author of The Hate You Give, Angie Thomas, allows the reader to step into the shoes of all the people that have been impacted by a police brutality death. The four main themes throughout the entire novel are bravery, racism, honesty, and strength. Star possesses all three of these things. The main character, Star, is torn between two worlds, and when her childhood best friend dies, her two worlds start to collide. This is how Star obtains all of these qualities. She was brave enough to make a stand against racist people, honest about what happened that night, and that she was the witness, and strong enough to fight for justice. This book is intended to reach a broad audience. Of course, the African-American community can relate heavily to this book, but also the book is meant to reach those who have been impacted by police brutality or those who are unaware of hardships African-Americans face. This book is very real, raw, and eye-opening. The book ends with this quote from Star. Khalil, I'll never forget. I'll never give up. I'll never be quiet. I promise. This is her message to her friend who was killed in the police brutality shooting. The main characters of each book are African-American women that want two things, and that is to be loved and to be accepted. After reading all six of these books from an African-American woman's perspective, I realized that there are some challenges I will never face, some names I will never be called, and some things I will never be forced to do. And this is because, number one, of the color of my skin, and number two, the time period that I am living in. This is a heartbreaking truth. Each of the characters, except Star Carter, grew up in a time where women in general were belittled, and especially women of color were not even thought of as human beings. Every single character in the first five books would appreciate Star Carter and realize that what they did and went through was worthwhile and had a purpose. I have built a new appreciation for women, especially those of color. I have truly enjoyed reading each of these books and being able to understand the African-American perspective. At first, I felt like an outsider looking in, but now I feel that I understand what it means to be an African-American woman throughout numerous years in history. For anyone looking to recreate the way they see the world, I remember I recommend picking up even just one of these books. Well, that is all I have for you today. I hope you enjoyed the Color of Skin podcast. Tune in next week for a very special surprise guest.